Trash Can presents Wrestling Night in America. Now the Hebrew Hammer here has been wrestling champ for the past 379 days. I'm the universal, undisputed champion of this locker room, of this business. I'm the best there ever was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be. Every person that's been set my way, one, two, three, pin every time. I challenge anybody to come and try to take this belt off of me. Babyface Sam Cross, I heard you've been talking mess about me. I want to see if you can put your money where your mouth is. So get your butt out here to the ring. All I'm hearing is that you're scared of Babyface. Babyface is going to come out here and show you what it's all about on Saturday night. I'm going to take that and I'm going to put that belt on my shoulder. You're not going to have anything. All you had is 365 days, but guess what, buddy? Day one of me and my shoulder, it's called Come Tomorrow. Are you just stupid, or is that just the way that you look? Because I said 379 days if you haven't been keeping count. And what's with your voice? You sound like Mickey Mouse. I'm going to take your little Mickey Mouse ears, take your little Mickey Mouse voice box, take your little Mickey Mouse wife, and I'm going to shove them down your throat come Saturday. Come Saturday. We'll see about that, buddy. Because your mom's going to be on my side of the stands, and she told me all your little secrets. Back the little tic tac box under your bed. Listen here, buddy. You keep my mom's name out of it. Speaking of moms, when I'm done with you, your mom won't even be able to recognize you. Oh, yeah? Cheryl, 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 Cheryl. And I'm Michael. And this is the Fox Well, buddy, it's episode 15 of season two. Episode 15. Like, I can't even believe we're 15 in already. And year two? Like, I mean, season two? That's hard to believe. I can't even believe we've been doing this that long. So that means that we've done 67 episodes so far. That's crazy to know. But hey, guess what? We are so glad that all of you guys are here. I hope you guys enjoyed that little wrestling promo. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy Babyface. Babyface seems like a really interesting character. I would like to know more about his backstory, but uh, I don't know. Maybe for a different time. But uh, welcome to all of our listeners from Belgium, from Singapore, from Ireland, from uh, Georgia, from Florida, Hawaii, California, Oregon, Virginia. Can't forget you guys. Baltimore, Maryland, Washington, D.C. We got different folks from all over. And if you're brand new, welcome. The way the Donut Box podcast works is each donut is a different segment, and we always like to start it off with the old-fashioned donut, and that is a story from our past. So, Micah, I'm going to let you introduce our story for today. So, we were just moved to Texas, and if you've heard our stories in the past, we've we moved, and we were both working at Cavenders, and I, Chris, I think you had just started Cavenders, didn't you, at this time? You were, like, just brand new, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I was like maybe a few weeks in. Yeah. And, um, so for whatever reason, it was my 18th birthday and, uh, my family was like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to take you up to Amarillo of all places. And I was like, what the heck is in Amarillo? And they were like, Oh, there's plenty of fun stuff to do in Amarillo. And there's even an amusement park. And if you've heard of, you know, you've heard the podcast before. Chris and I like to go to Six Flags and like to do amusement park stuff. So we were like, okay, amusement park. If all else fails, you know, there's amusement park with roller coasters. You know, that'll be fun. So we uh, were gearing up. And I find out that my uh, my cousin's coming with us. And now, 
I'm just going to divulge some information. I'm going to air it all out right here for you on the Donut Box podcast. Here we go. I don't like my cousin. And if you're listening, yeah, you know who you are. And I don't really like you. And the thing is, she, um, I think she was what, like 14, 15 at the time? She was, I think that's a right. I just know she was annoying and she smelled like fish all the time. <laughs> I mean, yes, she uh, she didn't smell very good ever. I mean, I don't know if she didn't know what a shower was or anything. Anyways, that's a different story for a different day. Anyways, they decide, okay, she's coming on this trip with us. And I'll, I'll be darned, man. It became like a little babysitting trip already at the very onset, if you remember that. Because we were in the back seat. And it was like, you know, it was supposed to be my birthday trip. But what did it end up becoming? You remember what ended up happening? It was like, oh, and they kept, um, we'll, we'll call it Michelle for story purposes. But uh, they were like, oh, Michelle, where do you want to go eat? Oh, Michelle, what do you want to do today? And then I remember we were at the hotel and we wanted to get away from Michelle because she was annoying as crap. So we decided, okay, we're going to go down to the pool. Guess who we had to take? We had to take Michelle. And she made the whole thing horrible. And I remember, like, we went down there, and it was, like, we weren't supposed to leave her alone or, like, leave her at any point. And what ended up happening? She was, I think we were down there two minutes. She's like, I'm ready to go back up. I'm ready to go back up. And it's like, no, we came down here. We're going to swim. Like, you're going to stay down here. And, you know, she th she threw a fit. So it was already a pretty bad time from day one. You remember all that? That was just day one. I remember it, and I remember being like, why are we going to Amarillo? Because it wasn't something that you had ever expressed interest in going to. I mean, Amarillo is only really famous by that song from George Strait. Most people know Amarillo, but they don't know Lubbock. And so I remember being like, well, what's an Amarillo? Like, there's really nothing that I care to go see. And it's only two hours north of Lubbock. So, but yeah, I just remember, like, the whole trip, they'd be like, Michelle, what do you want to do? And I was like, wait a second. It's Micah's birthday. And I think I remember bringing that up. I was like, Micah, it's your birthday. What do you want to do, bro? And I felt bad for you because your whole birthday got hijacked, man. And that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the sum of everything. But, you know. Well, yeah, for sure. But I'll tell you this much. So we, there was some things around Amarillo. I remember we ended up going to, um, it was the Big Texan for dinner, which if, I mean, if you want to come to Texas and have a touristy experience, sure, go to the Big Texan. But, like, if you're looking for a legitimate steakhouse that is, you know, what you, you know, like a Texas-style steakhouse, don't don't go there. It's just a touristy trap is what it is. Um, also, it's in the— It's famous for the 72-ounce steak dinner. Yeah, so if you've, if you've seen that, I mean, they have the Big 72, and they got the big table. Nobody was doing it while we were there. Nobody was there to eat it. Um— I mean, that thing is massive, and you have to get down, like, two sides and a dessert, too. It's not, like, just the steak. It's And if you don't if you don't eat it all, it's really expensive. Like, it's extremely expensive. Um, anyways, so it was, it was okay. I just remember, like, the Big Texan is something that's kind of played up. I don't know if, you know, they have, like, the, the Cadillac with the steer horns on the front of it, and there's, like, a, a saloon and hotel you can, like, stay at next door. I just remember showing up to the place and being like, man, this is kind of rough. Like, I mean, it's it's like touristy in the restaurant part, but like the saloon and the yeah, – it was kind of like, okay. It's kind of in a bad part of Amarillo too. So, Well, you hear about it, and you hear about all the people that make the wall and stuff. And, of course, it's very famous. 
for the 72 ounce steak challenge and you hear all about it and then you go in there and you're like this is it like it's not even that great and so it's definitely a like mike said a very touristy place so if you've never been it's at least worth checking out once if you like doing tourist stuff yeah absolutely and then so we decided so the the bigger part of the trip we were going to go to this amusement park right and so for our, for our listeners that are in Lubbock and maybe those of you in Amarillo around the Amarillo area, um, you'll know just like in Lubbock, there is a uh, amusement park that is within a like a park, a city park, and it's kind of attached to it. And uh, the one in Lubbock actually just sold um, for our Lubbock listeners. I don't know if you heard that, like they sold all the amusement park rides. Interesting. But anyways, um, <clears throat> so we end up going there. Well, first of all, there was two roller coasters that I do remember, but listen, we were promised like high flying, crazy roller coasters, right? What what did we get, man? We got probably, I would say mid range at best. It was okay. The roller coasters were okay, but the thing about it was you paid for the entrance, but then you also had to pay an additional fee to ride the roller coasters. And I was like, why not just loop, loop that into the whole price? And I also remember too that. Uh, they and your parents invited some friends that you didn't even really know. And so it really turned into more your parents trip than your birthday trip. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. And that park was something that uh, that uh, my parents were like all big on whatever. You know, I, I don't know why they thought it was so great. It was basically a permanent what I like to call a permanent carnival, you know, carnival rides that they just have cemented down. It's not really an amusement park. It's just kind of like, okay, it's it's a bunch of rides in a park. And so, I mean, I guess that's what an amusement park is. But it just, uh, it was just kind of lackluster. And I remember the whole trip being like, the heck. And by the way, um, not to talk too much crap on Amarillo, but I'm not a big fan of Amarillo. I'm just going to take that spot right now. This ain't what fries my donuts, but that place is dirty. It's a, it's a pretty dirty town. It's, I don't know, man. I'm just not a big fan of Amarillo. Yeah, that weekend was pretty horrible because it became babysit Michelle and then it also became uh, how can we avoid Michelle? And so we would always look for ways to ditch her. And then it turned into uh, and I don't even remember like you getting like a happy birthday, like cake or them singing to you or doing anything. It was just, oh, we want to go to Amarillo and it happens to be around your birthday. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do what we want to do. But hey, story of your life, right? Yeah, story of my life, those a-holes. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so our next segment is the Jelly Donut. Who is that private pile? Sir, Jelly Donut, sir. A Jelly Donut? And that is our jail report. So you ready for the jail report this week? Sure, I'm ready to read about the lockup people. Oh, yeah. So a lot of these come from Florida. Florida's great. Thank you, Florida, for providing us with all of our jail report content, or 75% of it. Yes, we love you. We love you, Florida, for your transparency. It's freaking great. Anyways, so a Florida man was arrested for fighting with a drag queen with a tiki torch, and then he ran for mayor later on. Wow, that's crazy. Did he even get any votes to get elected? Does, it doesn't say here in the article, but it says uh, this fella was reportedly dressed in a very, um, I'll put it to you this way, it's an organization that wears hoods and isn't, is in fact racist, you know, so he was wearing a, a clan style costume, <laughs> he got into a, a brawl with a man in drag, 
and then if he got arrested for aggravated assault. Apparently, the police officer was African-American, so that had to be a little awkward getting arrested uh, while you're in a Klan outfit. Um, but that didn't stop him from then running for the mayor of the town. Um, a couple years later, just two years later, he ran, um, and apparently he lost. It doesn't say if he got votes. I'm assuming he got some, but he lost. I'm telling you, man, them Klan people love fire, right? I don't know what their deal is with fire. Where did the how did the tiki torch come into play? Were they outside with tiki torches, or how did that come into play? It says that it says they were at a party, so a Halloween party. So I'm assuming, uh, you know, it was somebody's backyard, bunch of tiki torches. <laughs> you know, this guy. That sounds about right. My thing is, even even if it's like a costume for Halloween, that's kind of a that's kind of a. A harsh costume to show up in but and this is why i i don't go out or go to parties yeah because you might see people trying to get lit up by tiki torches uh anyways so here's another one uh this one actually happened in georgia uh there was a man trapped in an unlocked closet for two days wow how dumb can you be so there was two people who uh were in a janitor's closet in a college there in georgia in the Valdosta area, just to call that out. Were they knocking boots? Yes, they were, uh, apparently. And so they were in this janitor's closet. Um, so they called for help. And apparently it was a school holiday, so nobody was answering the line of wherever they were calling. So they were in there for two days. And when they were found, the door was was open and they were discovered that they could have just walked out the entire time were they on drugs no but at the same time uh they were arrested for trespassing so apparently the school didn't like it very much that they were in the janitor's closet and had uh stayed for a couple days well that's horrible uh mr hinkle decided he needed a ride to uh to a particular restaurant so he called 911 he calls 911 he tells police hey I need to go to Hooters for my grandmother. Wow. And essentially the story was that the grandmother was at the restaurant and she had fallen ill. And so she he needed an emergency ride over to Hooters in order to get this. Um, so the cops then took him to Hooters. When they came in, Granny was not in the restaurant. So what did they do? They tracked down Granny, and Granny was perfectly fine. So then he was arrested on charges of misusing 911. Oh, my goodness. Man, they say public servant, but that does not mean they are your Uber <laughs> ride. Like, I could, I could understand if it was, like, legit, like he had said. But, man, this dude was just trying to get a ride. That's nuts. And to this dude Hooters. was just trying to get to Hooters. <laughs> He's trying to get to Hooters without paying for an Uber. It, sorry, I, I'm just reading the thing, and it's, it's just really hard. Uh, so a Georgia man was arrested over a sticker, and the sticker said, I eat uh, ass. That's what it says. I eat ass. So <laughs> this guy was arrested for re or refusing to remove a sticker on his car that read, I eat ass, and guess where it was at, Christopher? On the bumper. No, uh, actually, county-wise. Uh, I'm just going to call it out. It was in Columbia County. Oh, wow. Interesting enough. Was he parked in, like, a school or a church or what? Uh, it didn't say where he was at, but apparently the charges were later dropped because he argued that it's protected by the First, Amend First Amendment and that got the charges dropped. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, because I've seen some 
bumper stickers with the F word on them and like way worse. And I'm like, you can't, that's not really against the law. Like, is it distasteful? Yes. But at the same time, it's like, it's freedom of speech. So I, dude, I would have, the only other thing that it said was, um, the reason that he was arrested, according to the County was there was numerous reports about the nature of the sticker and how it was pertaining to children. That's how that's worded. It's kind of worded a little funny. Um, but hey, it is Columbia County. Not not talking too much crap, but Columbia County. If for you guys that know, there is like not a lot of crime that goes on. It's like a one extreme to the other because it's either nothing goes on or it's a big meth lab bust. Like it's one of the two things. And so most of the officers there are bored. And you know, just like Michael was telling you last week about how we went on that ride along. And the only thing we have was a property dispute. That's about correct. So, I mean, that's nuts. I mean, if it involved children, oh, yeah. Lock that guy away because that's a pedophile. But, you, but, but you know what? Like parts. So, I grew up in Columbia County. Parts of Columbia County, I'll say this, though. It's like they got a lot of Karens in parts of Columbia County to the point where this dude could have just, you know, been parked somewhere. I, I, can, I can see a dozen places around town where he could have been parked. And, you know, somebody's taking their kid in somewhere, and it's like, oh my gosh, it says I-E-A-S-S on the back of the car. Call the police. And they would, too. I bet you they would. And I bet you the police got enough calls to where it was an issue or, or something like that, you know? Because I've seen some stupid stuff call me County. It's distasteful and should not be put on a bumper sticker to be driving around town, but at the same time, it's still protected by freedom of speech so that there's not really much you can do i am going to break away for a moment and say an inside joke um but we care about you chris we care about you this happened in florida shout out again to florida so a florida man is busted for feeding iguanas to an alligator in a in a zoo oh dang so i i don't know how this works apparently in florida there's a uh like a work program where you can go and work at a zoo and um, so he was allowed to work at a small petting zoo, and fellow inmates ratted him out for feeding feeding these giant lizards to Irwin the alligator. And so apparently he was busted. He was already in jail, but apparently that tacked him on an additional 15 years for um, animal abuse and cruelty to an animal, which... What, what is the difference between the two of those? Animal abuse and cruelty to an animal. Animal abuse is like, uh, like I feel like if you hit them once or twice, but like cruelty to an animal would be like chopping its leg off and then like prodding it with a electrode, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I, it's just interesting that they tagged them with both. I mean, sometimes... As you can tell from some of these jail reports, sometimes they'll just tack on charges, just tack on charges. I feel like here's the thing that I've learned about all this, bro. They be they don't be playing when it comes to alligators. They protect those things for real, dude. Like they protect their alligators for real. I don't think that's the worst thing that he could have done. He could have definitely like released some of the animals on purpose, but I don't think feeding an iguana to an alligator, I mean, it's a circle of life, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, I will say this, though. I think, uh, especially in the state of Florida, if I'm not mistaken, they have a lot of wildlife protection laws that they don't have everywhere else, I feel like. Um, 
And I think it's because there's a lot of invasive species and there's a lot of endangered species around because of the invasive species. So I don't know. I just know they take that stuff extremely serious, especially in Florida. I mean, um, heck, you know, that some of those Tiger King characters are down in Florida and, you know, they have the zoos and stuff. But did you ever watch that movie Hoot about the owls in Florida? Did you ever watch that? It was like uh it was kind of a kids movie and they were like trying to save all these owls in Florida or something. I think so. It had it had Henry Winkler in it. Yeah, I think so. And Owen Wilson, I yeah, think. Yeah, a really young Owen Wilson, right? Yeah, he was really young, I think. Well, anyways, uh I guess that could segue into our next segment, which is the donut hole, which is our variety segment, I guess you can call it or whatever we choose it to be. So it's my turn. So Chris you always like to put me to the test and give me quizzes, and that's okay. I've got one for you today. It's uh, 90s and early 2000s TV shows and cartoons. You think you can pass a quiz on that? I think so. I was not allowed to watch a lot of uh, stuff during the early 2000s and 90s, but I'll, I'll do my best. I watched a lot of it when I got older, so I'll do my best. I remember, um, and then sometimes when you would come over to my house and we would watch the bad stuff. It wasn't bad stuff. It was just stuff that I wasn't allowed to watch. Which uh, we'll explain some of them when they, when they come up here in a second. But the first question. Uh, so what cartoon had a family that the Focus family had the last name of Pickles? So the last name of them was Pickles. Is it A, the Rugrats, B, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or C, the Proud Family? Uh, it's the Rugrats. That was one I was not allowed to watch either. I don't know why. Why weren't you allowed to watch the Rugrats? Was it because all the conspiracy theories about them? Maybe it was that, or maybe it was like the crying and whining. I don't I honestly don't know. Alright, so the next one. What TV show featured Raven Simone as the star? A. Phil of the Future. B. The Amanda Show. Or C. That's So Raven. Duh, it's in the name. That's So Raven. That was also another one that I was not allowed to watch. Two for two. I brought that one up for a reason. So, uh, that's on Raven. I remember the reason you couldn't watch that one, because I remember you came over to my house, and I think, like, it came on, and you're like, I can't watch that. And it was because she could predict the future, and that's what you It was because she was a technical psyche. That's why. That's what it was. Anyways, um, alright, so the next question. Which TV show starred Amanda Bynes and had Kenan Thompson? So, A, was it The Amanda Show? B, All That? C, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Or D, Drake and Josh? Uh, it was all that, because Keenan Thompson was in all that. Yes, he was, and he wasn't in the Amanda show, so good job, Dan. Um, alright, so here's the next one. Which cartoon featured a family that was a traveling nature documentary, essentially? So, they traveled on the safari, and they went around and did that. So, was it A, the Wild Thornberries, B, Fat Dog Mendoza, or C, Cow and Chicken? I've never heard of Fat Dog Mendoza. I've never heard of that. Look it up. It is incredibly... Whoever whoever put it out there, it should not have been a children's thing. It was... Okay, the only reason I know about it, so little side story. I lived in Germany, and so we had Cartoon Network, but it was like the British version of Cartoon Network, so it wasn't the American version. So early in the morning before I went to school, they had these different cartoons, and one of them was called Fat Dog Mendoza, and it was... The main character was this ginormous dog, and all I remember is he had a friend named Onion Head, and literally he was like, he had like the head of an onion, and he was like always crying, 
And I just remember the show being really trippy, and I watched it later as an adult, and was like, what in the heck was this? This is the weirdest show ever. Anyways. To answer your question, it's the Wild Thornberries. Because I remember the dad's name was Nigel something, and they were Australian or something. Or British. His Nigel name was Nigel. Yeah, Nigel, or I think they're South Africa. South African. I don't remember. They might have been. Yeah, they might have been South African. Alright, so the next one, and I know you were definitely not allowed to watch any of these. Uh, which cartoon featured a dog and his loving yet mean family in the town of nowhere? Is it A, Teen Titans, B, Courage the Cowardly Dog, C, Ed, Ed, Nanny, or D, Cowardly Chicken? Oh, it was Courage the Cowardly Dog, and I would only watch that show at my grandparents' house, whatever my parents let me, because they had Cartoon Network. My parents didn't know. Yeah, and I'll say this, though. I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog as an adult, and some of those, some of that content is a little, little edgy. Like, I remember watching one of the episodes, and full-on... They had this like mattress delivered, and there was a demon living in the mattress. And literally, it was like inhabiting both Eustace and Muriel and stuff. And I'm going, dang! And we watched this as kids. <laughs> Good grief. Um, yeah, very. Edgy. Anyways, um, all right. So next one. So this is a which '90s show featured a boy genius? And here's the the kicker. It was on Nickelodeon. I think I know what it is. Was it A. Dexter's Laboratory? B, Jimmy Neutron, C, Johnny Quest, or D, Johnny Bravo? Oh, I thought you were going to say, um, I thought you were going to, it was a uh, smart guy. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. Uh, it's, it's Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. I'm not going to lie. I was in love with Jimmy's mom, as I think Carl was. Carl. Carl. <laughs> and I remember playing the Jimmy Neutron game. And then I remember his buddy Shane was like, after six hours of dealing with self-esteem issues, and then I remember being in sixth grade and watching it and being like, hey, I have self-esteem issues. <laughs> the, the things you find out during during TV shows, I guess. <laughs> That's great. Um, all right, the next one, and this is probably a fairly easy one. Uh, which show featured a really creepy guy whose best friend was a, a small little girl? A, Fairly Odd Parents, B, Johnny Bravo, C, Powerpuff Girls, or D, Dexter's Laboratory? B, Johnny Bravo. And you know what? There's a theory that Johnny is only 16, and that's why all the grown women reject him. Is that the theory? There's a theory. My thing is... Yep, that's the theory. My thing is first impressions you watch that show and they, what I assumed all as a kid is that he was a grown man still living in his mom's house and that's why all the women rejected and, and he came on way too strong like I thought it was like a Pepula Pube kind of character you know except in a modern world but think about it if he's like 16 and he's trying to be like this cool greaser type guy and he's coming on way too strong. Like, that sounds like something a 16-year-old kid would do. That makes sense. That sounds like 16-year-old me, actually. All right. So, the next one, which you weren't allowed to watch Johnny Bravo, I imagine. Uh, my parents didn't have too much problem with Johnny Bravo. We just didn't have Cartoon Network, so. So, what about some of the other ones on the list? So, like, I know, like, my parents wouldn't let me watch the Powerpuff Girls for whatever most of what I couldn't watch was Power Rangers, Pokemon, That's So Raven, um, Yu-Gi-Oh. I can, under I can understand, like, Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, uh, 
Why, why not Power Rangers? To be honest with you, I don't know. Maybe it was like some like spiritual, mystical demon something they were. I don't know, to be honest with you. Shout out Miss Debbie if you're listening. Uh, we always be having fun. All right, last one. And this one, you know, this, this one's going to be an easy one, I'm sure. Which show featured two stepbrothers and one mean stepsister? Is it A, The Little Romeo Show, B, Boy Meets World, C, Fairly Odd Parents, or D, Drake and Josh? Oh, it's Drake and Josh for sure. I think I've seen every episode of Drake and Josh. And I remember that always seeing like the soda nozzle thing that they had at the movie theater. And then when I saw one oh, in yeah. real life, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is like Drake and Josh. Because it was always so cool because they would eat whatever they wanted. They would drink so- whatever soda. They-, they had like the coolest stuff. They would drink straight from that nozzle too. They'd just squirt it right in their mouth. I- all I'm saying is, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was like... It- and at least in my era, in our era, I felt like watching Drake and Josh, that was like the, like, yeah, when I become a teenager, that's what I aspire to be like. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. But I'm telling you, though, I'm like, good for Josh for losing all that weight. But I'm telling you, the more lo- weight that he lost, the less funnier he got. I hate to say this, and this is a donut box exclusive, and you're going to figure out some opinions on this one before we go into what fries my donuts. But... I feel like that happens with a lot of people. So, like, Kevin James the same way. Kevin James was was a big fella, and he lost all that weight. Now he's not really funny. And here's the thing. It's not that I'm laughing that they're overweight. It's not that at all. It's like they have more personality or, like, the jokes they tell. Like, you could just write. I don't know what it is. It's not that we're laughing at them. I... I just don't know what it is. I think it's sometimes it's, like, the looks that they can provide. I don't know. I There's... There's, yeah, it's not because they're overweight and then it's like, oh, we'd rather than be overweight. No, it's not that. It's just, I don't know, it just changes. The timing changes or something. I'm not sure. But anyways, speaking of opinions, let's move on to our next segment. Chris, I hear you're opinionated on something today. What fries your donut? Oh, boy. And this is a common thing. When people lack common courtesy, there's a few common courtesy things that I feel like everybody should do. And when people don't do them, they just really fry my donuts. For example, when you say hello to someone or, hey, how are you doing? You expect them to say something back. Now, I went to this morning, I went to go get my drink at the cash register. Uh, I said, hey, how's it going this morning? And I know I said it loud enough. She just looked at me and then just was like, all right, your total is 2518. I was like, okay, like, you could have said, hey, how you doing? Or I just don't like that. When someone speaks to you, the correct thing is to just be like, hey, like even if you don't want to talk, just be like a hey or say it in kind of a way that lets people know, hey, I don't want to talk. Another thing, guys, when you go to the bathroom, I don't know. Most guys know this. When you go to the bathroom, it's different than when girls go to the bathroom. When girls go to the bathroom, that's their time to talk and socialize. You can talk before you get in the bathroom. You can talk after you get in the bathroom. You can even talk when you're at the sinks. Yeah, you can talk when you're at the sinks. But when you're there taking a pee, don't talk to me. What the rule is, eyes forward, especially if you're at the urinal. Eyes forward, you don't say nothing. You pee, do your business, and done. Even at the sinks, I feel sometimes it's a little awkward when you're talking better at the sinks than at the urinal like you especially don't talk to nobody 
when you're in the stall. Like, you don't talk to nobody when you're in the stall. You don't even make eye contact when you're going in the stall. You, you want to make it like nobody needs to know what I just did in there or what I'm about to do in there. And, you know, the funny thing to me, there's so many, like, unwritten rules about this stuff. My my thing is, I don't, if I'm standing at the urinal, like, you don't look around, buddy. You stare straight. That's why I love it when they put, like, a, a plaque or, like, an advertisement right there so that when I'm doing my business, you know, I got something to focus on because I'm going to stare straight forward every time. So it's really nice when they put, like, an ad or something in there. But, no, you're, you're right, man. The common courtesy is dead. I was at... Uh, I was at the Popeyes the other day, right? Going through the drive-thru and you know, fast food, are you expecting the greatest customer service? Not really. But you expect them to talk to you, right? Like my thing is this girl didn't say two words to me. I, I literally talked to her in the drive-thru, but then when I got to the window, she didn't tell me my total was. Like I handed my card to her, she just didn't say nothing, window closed. She like, you know, handed me the food in the card all the, and she just like shoved the window back. She didn't say nothing to me. And, you know, you're just sitting here driving off like, man, I guess customer service was took a back seat today. Like, I mean, I didn't even get talked to. Dang. Here's another common courtesy. When you go over to somebody's house, unless they invite you to go into another room, you shouldn't have to go into another room unless it's the bathroom. Or you shouldn't get up and help yourself to the fridge. That's not common courtesy. Now, if you have been there and the person says, make yourself at home, like you can help yourself to the fridge, even if it's my first time, I'm the type of person that I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it until I've been here two times. But if you're the type of person that likes, okay, they invited me to wait for that invitation. That's all I'm saying. Another thing too, make sure that when you are at a special event, be a, a funeral, a wedding, a conference, a TED talk, church sanctuary make sure you put your phone on silent because nobody wants to be that person that has their phone ring and i hate the people that their phone is ringing and they just let it ring and ring and ring same thing with a baby if you're on in a movie theater if you're in a conference where it's supposed to be quiet please take your baby outside deal with it or even if you're on a plane i know you can't take your baby nowhere but at least try to calm the baby down for everybody else's sake. My other thing too, speaking of common courtesy things, people don't know how to walk anymore. I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but the unwritten rule, especially, so I'm gonna use Walmart as an example because the big aisles here. How Walmart's got stuff, stuff set up is in the middle of the rows, you know, they got all these pallets of stuff in the middle of the rows. It's just like a highway. It's just like a highway, you, you on one side, the slower traffic's going on the right-hand side, peeling off to the aisles. You're in the middle or the left, and you haul in behind to wherever you need to go. And then you got these fools walking the opposite direction, you know, messing everybody up. And I, I don't know, man. It's just like, to me, and then they, like, look at you all funny because you almost bumped into them. It's like, man, I don't know. That just drives me nuts. There's There's a whole bunch of common courtesy stuff that it's like, I understand the unwritten rules, but I feel like really, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like after the pandemic where we didn't deal with so many people, that a lot of those common courtesies just kind of went out the window. Exactly. Like saying, excuse me, when you pass by somebody, or here's another thing, and I'm going to talk primarily to the older generation people. When you're at a restaurant, a $2 is not a tip. $2 is not a tip. $3 is not a tip. Now, it depends on 
your service. Some people like to tip by the amount of the bill. Some people like to tip by the amount of the service. It's like if you had absolutely horrible service, then yeah, maybe don't, you know, give a tip. But $2, that's not enough for those people to live on a considerable wage. I'm telling you, uh, old people are like, well, they're here to serve me. It's because older people have never served, uh, done waitressing jobs or waiter jobs or retail jobs. So $2 is not a tip. So those are some of the common courtesies that I'm just like, have some common courtesy. Say please, say thank you, like just simple stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's mind-blowing, but... Yeah, we could go on that all night, but we I'm going to go ahead and uh, say it. We're going to move to our mystery donut segment, which is our improv segment. I'm on my podcast. I appreciate you. And on that note, we're going to transition into our improv segment, which is our mystery donut. And today we have our free improv, don't we, Chris? So let's, uh, let's go ahead and do the scenarios and um, our situation. So I'll let you take one out of the hat. And I'm going to take out the accent. All right. So accent-wise, okay, this one's a little bit of a different one. So we've been adding some different ones in here. And this one is not just John Wayne, but it's like an overdone John Wayne. Like a bad John Wayne or like an overdone John Wayne. Okay. Uh, Let's look in here at a used car lot. At a used car lot. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I can start it off. Well, let's take a look under the hood. How many miles per gallon does this puppy get? Should I take it around the block? Or do you think I should just leave it in the shop? Now listen here, tough guy. Are you gonna give me the gap insurance? Or am I gonna have to haggle my way out of this? What did I tell you, Pilgrim? Circle the car. Will this car get me to Colorado in 10 miles or less? Last time I was here, I got the Turkey Creek Jack Johnson deal. Is that deal still a running? Listen here, Pilgrim. I wanna know how many previous owners this car has. As they say on the commercial, show me the car facts. Listen here, bub. Just try and get me to go for a 5% interest. You'll pry it out of my cold, dead hands if you think I'm paying more than 3%. Listen here, hotshot. You go ask your manager about that 3000 off. Because I'm not walking out of here without that 3000 off. Well, looks like you made a good deal today, Pilgrim. Because I'm walking out of here with this brand new car. Yeah, you get uh, you get the fun bits of the bad John Wayne. I don't know, man. We're we're trying some different things to where yeah, we can do some of these accents, but it's kind of funny to do like the overdrawn or like goofy versions of them. Um, so all right, well, we're gonna move into our eclair segment, which is our positive advice. And Chris, you went last week, so I'll go this week. Remember to not overlook the people that are most important in life. Sometimes it's really easy, just like power lines when you're driving down the road, to, you know, these people are always on your side, so it's easy to just lose them in your in your sight. And try not to have that happen. It, it can be very easy as you get busy. And I'm talking about people even really, really, really close to you. You know, it, 
you get to trust them to the point where you know that they will be by your side and that they won't ever leave you. But sometimes when you take them for granted and you get too comfortable in a situation, it can be detrimental to that relationship because then that person has some issues with you and then it's uh, it causes some trust and some rift. So just remember who's been there for you and remember and just really try to honor those people and try not to lose them like like power lines as easy as that can be because i mean you i'll just put it to you this way you, you see them all the daggum time right that's, that's my thing your your support group's always around you and so it's really easy to do preaching to myself too yeah man good stuff good stuff so mine is uh it's kind of like that old adage, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But just because you can't see something happening or things aren't happening on your timetable doesn't mean that they're not happening or that they're not going to happen. And I think sometimes we're so quick to be like, oh, well, this isn't happening or we only see one little small part of the picture and we don't see the whole rest of it, of the things that are happening and so we're like, oh, this isn't happening or, oh, this isn't happening when I want to happen. So it's never going to happen. That's not necessarily true, but sometimes patience is a good thing and you have to wait. Um, there sometimes in people when, you know, you have somebody that are like, man, like I really uh, wish this person would get their life together, like a drug addict, you know, for example, you're like, I wish this drug addict would get their life together. And all you see is them relapsing, but you don't see the times that they really are trying and they're trying to make the AA meetings and the drug meetings and stuff like that. And they're trying. And so just because you don't see it happening doesn't mean that it's not happening. So, yeah, man. Well, we had a good show. Uh, where can they go to find us? TVTrashCan.com. That's TVTrashCan.com. We got the YouTube. We got the Facebook. We got the Instagram. We got all the stuff. So come visit us all the way around. But, yeah. Come to the website, enjoy. We got plenty of good stuff. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited the direction we've been going. I cannot believe still we are on episode 15 of this of this season right now. That's crazy. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. So y'all check us out. It's about time for us to sign off. I'm Chris and I'm Micah, and this is the Donut Box Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. I'll see you next week at Royal Rumble for the WrestleMania Championship. You'll see me.